What is up, ACL Nation? We are back from National Number One in Corpus Christi, Texas. We got lost along the way many a times, but we have found <laughs> we our way. Went, we went on some adventures. <laughs> yeah, we have found our way back to you guys here for our show here, Bagging and Bragging, episode number 16. We uh, have a good one for you. We are going to talk with the men of the week and uh, a name you're going to get tired of hearing all weekend long, I'm sure. Justin Burton Jr. and Logan Chamberlain will join us for the interviews. We're going to kind of do things a little bit differently as far as the highlights go because there's just so many highlights. You get to this uh, level of talent, you're going to have shot after shot after shot. And I was able to whittle it down to like seven minutes, which is pretty good considering it was only court one. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to go through some rolls, some pushes, and some air mills and have some fun with it. So most importantly, Mish, how are you doing though? How are you doing? Still pretty tired. Not going to lie. <laughs> so <laughs> feeling, feeling a little sleepy, um, but it was a really fun time and I'll get more into that in the bragging section, but I, I am excited to get a little nap in here a little bit later to try to get like back on track, but I'm um, good. I'm good. Yeah. I uh, woke up again at four o'clock in the morning, so I don't know. I, I guess just being back home is like, Hey, no sleep schedule for you because I was plenty exhausted coming back from Corpus Christi and it's not going to stop for me. Um, I'm actually going to pack up the equipment right after I get done editing the show and posting it. And then um, I have all the videos from open number one or not, sorry, national number one. So for all of you guys that are in my inbox, when am I going to get to see this on the digital network? It'll be there tomorrow. I just have to pack everything up as I head out to Michigan to record their state championships. And then uh, I get back, I got a day and then we head back on the road to the Topeka, Kansas open. And then right after that, we go to Rapid City for that open as well. So on the, you do. the next, I won't be weeks, on that. I won't be in that yeah. one. Yeah. Rapid City, you got no reason to be there because they're just going to do the first part of the shootout and then they'll play the championships a little bit later on in Miami, I believe. But correct. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had, we had a blast, got to meet a whole lot of new people there. Um, the venue, I, I love the venue. Just same. A lot of space. Um, I can say that we didn't have any, I didn't have any bad meals at least when I was there. Even that little burger shack that they had inside the venue was pretty good. So, okay. Uh, I have to, I have to say, I had to eat Chick fil A. Well, I ordered two sandwiches, one for me, one for Nick. Nick said he wasn't hungry. So I put it in my backpack, went back to the hotel to rest. I was super hungry, but I had to go to the broadcast and I was like, I guess I'll eat this other chick-fil-a sandwich and it was so not good <laughs> two nobody wants two in the same day especially How long like was the, it sitting i mean it, it was sitting for like a couple hours it wasn't like super yeah. long but but i it was just the fact that like that kind of a meal like twice in a row back-to-back meals you're yeah. like Ugh, yeah i don't ever want chick-fil-a ever again and it's not like it's chick-fil-a it's like from the venue i don't know how that works but I'm good. I'm good on having not having Chick-fil-A for like a year now. Like I have reached my max. <laughs> yeah, did you get your fill of seafood or are you still missing out on the crawfish? Oh, I could I could eat that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had really good sushi the first night we were there and we wanted to go back there and we went to that restaurant on the water, which was whatever. It wasn't great, but <laughs> I would have happily gone back to that sushi restaurant. It was so good. Yeah, definitely not gonna be bragging on the bathrooms for that joint, huh? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Don't I, I blocked that out of my memory. The smell uh, of the bathrooms, straight up sewage. Um, and the attack of the birds at the end of her meal. <laughs> there was birds coming onto the tables. It was 
It was an interesting, like, when you think restaurant on the water, I have a little bit of a different uh, experience in mind than that. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, we had a good time with each other. <laughs> yeah, so the, the journey to get there and the journey to get back, uh, I've learned my lesson. Corn and Nick will no longer be my navigators. I... <laughs> I'll make sure I keep my phone charged the entire step of the way. I mean, the well, sad thing is, not... I brought my car charger with me and just left it in the hotel room. We did not time. miss their freeway once, not <laughs> twice, but three times. And every time we missed the freeway, it was a long time before we could turn around again. Yeah. I, I knew exactly when we messed up, right? Whenever Nick and Corn just like look at their phone, look back up, and then look like behind them and they don't say anything. I was like, okay, we're. <laughs> We're doing this again. We're circling back around. I get it. Right on. So. It, it was confusing to their defense. Yeah. Uh, all of Corpus Christi was confusing to drive in. We did go down I, not once, but twice a one-way street the wrong way. Once with you, once with Sean. I was going to say, I only did it one time. What are you talking about? Sean and I and Nick oh, did man. it once. You did it once. Um, definitely a bit of a, a disaster there, but we got, we're still alive. We're still in one piece. We made and it. No, no tickets. We're good. No tickets that we know of. <laughs> right. It's a rental car, so I don't know how they're going to hunt you down. So I think we're fine. But yeah. uh, but but there's a lot to brag about, too. So we'll take yeah. a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with more of that. So we're not bragging about the uh, streets in Corpus Christi or tech, some of the restaurants or food. But I'm bragging on... The first national having everybody there hanging out with my people. Like it feels like this really cool friend group that I have that I get to see semi regularly. And um, I just am so excited to always be with all of you guys. It's so much fun. Yeah, the family is growing too. We're getting probably double, if not triple, the amount of people that we had involved last year. And I like how everyone's kind of got their own role now. We got the content team, they're walking around doing their thing. Um, we got the vloggers in full force. Um, got to meet uh, Jack, I think, for the first time. It's Jack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for the Jack. First time. I know. Because we have Jack and Jake at the same time. Yep. And then Jake for the first time as well. Uh, I only listened to a little bit of his court this morning. And um, I, I got to say, he's, he's got a great voice. He is great Jeff voice. character 2.0. So he's just yep. got to get a little bit more of the cornhole terminology down. And I think the broadcast will be fine. So um, kind of piggybacking off of that, he got a little tough rap on day one because. The Facebook group wasn't used to him, but Corn uh, and Trey and myself, we kind of got together and we think that court one is going to be the court that's on Facebook from here on out, um, just because we're just more involved with chat. Usually we're used to it, so um, we're going to kind of cycle between YouTube on the other courts. And then, again, we got to train you guys, the viewers, to go to ACLCornhole.tv and figure out how to get that to work, too, because it is pretty cool that you can go to any court at any time, um, especially when you get to up. the... Like on my yeah. laptop, I brought every cord up and had it just like all on my screen so I could just toggle through. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be hard for people to learn how to do it a little bit differently. But uh, I think it's really, really cool that we can, you know, go wherever you want. Everyone always asks at these opens, how can we watch this match on court two? And I always tease mm -hmm. them. Like, you type in hashtag JG and it'll take you to Jimmy Graham's matchup. But <laughs> just throw is, them on a wild goose chase. Yeah, this is this is legit, guys. <laughs> you can watch one of these four courts on ACL TV. So. Yeah, and speaking of corn, he is um, has a lot of ideas on how to up the production value. So I think that by next national, not only will you 
get your you know coveted Wally on court one on Facebook like you want. I think we're going to see some other cool production values um, increase. And you know, I just came off of the production meeting for the broadcast. Uh, you know, we 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 didn't previously meet weekly. Um, now we are, so it's cool because we get to kind of say like, here's what went well, here's what didn't go well. So we're upping our quality of not only the live streams, but what you see on TV um, and really focusing on uh, giving and delivering the best quality cornhole, which is pretty fun to be a part of. Yeah, I think overall the teams broadcasted look really, really cool. Um, I love how they had the teams right there behind them in the VIP sections. And um, yeah, it, it just makes it look more like a, I don't know, a team feel. There's They're vibing every time. You know, even if it's a six on four, they're getting into it. You know, they're like every single yeah. point matters because of the round limited format. And then when we're on the, the you know, big section with all the courts, you know, 90 or however many courts we had out there, it's really cool just to see the colors, mm-hmm. you know, the, floating like around here. But it, it's there's something different about these jerseys compared to last year. So, again, uh, shout out to Davis Streaker. And I think it just looked really, really cool overall. It had it a did. different feel to it. And yeah, I totally I, agree. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think there's, a single undefeated team anymore after the first national. Well, there are two undefeated teams, there are two? but they okay. only played three games. Gotcha. So, you know, it's going to vary. Some played four, some played three and some played five. Um, so it's a little bit weird to talk about, but yes, there technically are two undefeated teams, but they played three okay. games. Yeah. I think it's very diverse, um, but it just goes to show, you know, gonna brag a little bit on the pro division because the parody is there i mean you the the team captains getting to choose who matches up against who adds an extra little wrinkle to it that we didn't have last year and you know last year you used to sign your number one team your number two team and they played up against each other now you get to strategize a little bit more on the best of seven part of the series and uh there's a there's a lot of pros out there now that can throw in the tens and anybody can yeah, beat anybody, great. especially when you only throw five rounds. You never know. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's the interesting thing about it. I was saying, you know, on around the ACL that, like, I think teams is really fun to watch. I think teams is the future of cornhole personally because I think it's so entertaining yeah. and um, it's round limited. So the, the matches aren't going to drag on, which is very good for TV. Unless you're like a diehard cornhole person, you probably don't want matches to drag on for 30 minutes. Um, so I think that that goes really well. The team's aspect is really well. But if we're talking about, you know, which had the better game, I mean, the, the singles and doubles, those games were insane. The shots were insane. The the back and forth, the comebacks. Like, so as like a diehard Cornhole person, I loved watching that. Yeah. But if we're talking about what's going to work best on television, it might not be that. But the team's games look a little bit more I hate to say it, but like juvenile, right? Yeah. Like you're not seeing as high quality of play because you're having all levels of the pro field out there competing. Whereas you have the people who the top two or four people um, in the other one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I agree. I could see that uh, being an issue, but yeah, I think the other thing too, is it's really hard. Like last year teams, they did that one event where each match had a dollar value assigned to it. And, and I think that worked very, very well because you almost saved your better matchups for the big cash at the end. Um, right. This, this time mm-hmm. we had some of the captains and the, the elites going early. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be a way to kind of tweak that going forward, uh, maybe to another national or just on broadcast only to where there's a dollar value assigned to it. But yeah, I don't know how you can do that. Yeah. 
I, I think it's just really difficult. And we were kind of telling this to, you know, the new guy, the new commentator, Jeff, Jeff 2.0. Um, <laughs> it's like you kind of have two different audiences, right? You have the like uh, the the diehard cornhole people and they want a certain thing. And then you have the the random viewer, you right. know, who's stumbling on on watching cornhole for the first time and they need something different. So trying to, you know, speak to both of these audiences at the same time is going to be challenging. They want two different things, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I've always said it and I was like, I'd love to do ESPN, but I think my strength is on the live stream where I can just kind of relax and, you know, just be myself with people. Um, whereas I think from him, it's just going to be a little bit more professional and straightforward, which is fine. I mean, I'm all about that as well. Um, I, I'm both. curious to see how they do teams. Yeah. <clears throat> curious to see how they do teams going forward, but it was pretty cool. Overall, I think everything went very, very well. Um, I liked having the DJ there, having the music going at oh, all times. Bragging on the DJ. I loved <laughs> yeah. having the DJ. I was watching back the broadcast to see if I could hear, because she had a beat going. I don't know if you could hear it from home. Sometimes I could hear it, sometimes I couldn't. But it was so nice to have just that beat going. So it wasn't yeah. that dead silence. And I think once we get more spectators in the stands, it will get the energy up. And I think people will be a lot more loud, you know. That's one right. of the questions I, I definitely want to ask, you know, uh, Justin Burton Jr. and Logan Chamberlain is how they felt in that broadcast environment. Did they like the fact that there's a beat or is this the noise? Did they wish there was more energy? Like, I definitely am curious to know the player's perspective on that uh, in the, that broadcast experience. Yeah. Speaking of JBJ and Logan um, bragging on Texas players, they they showed up. Deborah Odom, I believe, got third in the women's division. Yeah, Brandon Wilson got great. first in juniors, able to pull off the double dip. <clears throat> and then, obviously, JBJ taking down singles and doubles. So, shout out to the Texas throwers. Um, AJ Sims, Eddie Grindersleeve, and Caleb Batson, the number one seed coming out of rounders. I mean, defending your home turf very, very well. So, shout out to all the Texas players. Not so much the Texas fans. You guys know who you are. Not showing up to these broadcasts. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I was shocked, actually. Yeah. And, I mean, Texas, like I said, claims to have these amazing fans. <laughs> you can't drive You can't drive to Corpus Christi. I don't care where you are in Texas. Come on. Yeah, it's only a 10-hour drive for some people in Texas. I don't know. That state's massive. <laughs> Is it really? I don't know. I don't know. The Dallas airport has got its own zip code, apparently. So. I was going to say, was because like, yeah. I know for, like, the top of California to the bottom of California is like, I think 13 hours or something. Is Texas longer than us? I don't know about that, but it was four hours, I think from Houston and six hours from San Antonio or something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly where everything is, but uh, know, they still could have showed up. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with that interview with Justin Burton Jr. And Logan Chamberlain right after this. Welcome back, everyone. It is time for the interview portion of the show. And today we have the big winners over the weekend, Logan Chamberlain and Justin Burton Jr. Welcome, guys, to the show. They deserve the round of applause. They deserve the round of applause after this <laughs> Absolutely. Right before we recorded, I asked them if they have gotten any sleep yet. And apparently Justin slept for like 16 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got like five. <laughs> Same. I was exhausted. Yeah. Well, 
that's understandable. <laughs> um, but no, big, big congratulations uh, are definitely due. One of the things that we were talking about on Around the ACL was, you know, Justin won singles and then you guys had to play doubles the next day. So I guess my first question is actually for you, Logan. Like, did you feel the pressure of, okay, now, I, now this guy wants the sweep and I'm on the other end of this. So I got to step yeah. it up. Honestly, I didn't feel the pressure, but I, I want him to lock in for doubles, even though he still had the singles championship. So I was a little worried about that, but he locked in real quick. So like well, it would definitely be in my head if I was in the singles championship and still had to play the whole doubles bracket out. So. Right. Yeah, this wasn't your debut. I forgot. I messed up. You you were on TV broadcast for college, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So did that help you out as far as shaking the nerves or anything? I mean, honestly, you know, it's completely no. different. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say it was being on TV that made my me nervous. It would it was just like being in the championship, I'd say, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, there's yeah. one moment where I was sitting right behind you and I think we had the TV timeout because you guys were at eleven points. And you were trying your hardest not to listen to anybody in the crowd, but I said something. You had to turn around and smile real quick. And yeah. Now, to your credit, you snapped right back into it. I was just mm -hmm. trying to trying to loosen you up a little bit and get you in it. Yeah. But, man, you guys are throwing gas. So, again, congrats on that. Uh, but, Justin, for your debut, man, how did it feel? Were you nervous at all going into it or just another day at the office? No, I wasn't really nervous. I was more excited to be on TV, really. That's, nice. that's so that's crazy. Yeah, yeah like I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't really get nervous like that anymore. I used to, but not really anymore. I just like, especially for TV. Like, I was just, I was so excited to be on TV. I mean, yeah, it's what you work for, right? That's what all this yeah. hard work is for. Um, so, like, it's like I made it. So now that you like made it, <laughs> so where does your mind go from here? Like, what's next for you? Uh, I, just to do it again, I guess. Still the beginning of the season. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you for guys sure. got to keep everybody down. You're number one right now. Keep everybody down below. Yeah, yeah so I was going to say, it's like, I know we have these goals for ourselves. I'm sure making it to a TV broadcast is one of your goals. Um, what are some of the other goal, like big goals you have for Cornhole that you'd like to achieve maybe this season? Uh, for, I'll start with you, Justin. Um, I would say I think we can be a top five doubles team. And then I want to be a top ten singles player. Yeah. How about for you, Logan? Um, you know, I, winning the first one's huge. So I think we could push top three for sure, but nothing less than top eight now, I think. And, and then for singles, singles um, I felt okay going through singles this weekend, I, but I finished fourth in my bracket, not bad at all. So if I can maintain top 15, that would be awesome. Yeah. Make up some good goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys have been throwing for quite a while, so you're not exactly rookies. You're rookie ACL pros, of course, but you guys have been around for quite a bit. You know, obviously Texas knows all about you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I'll go all the way back to the Open in Kansas City last year. Uh, I actually played Justin Burton Jr. and his dad in rounders. Um, I was playing with Kayla, who's Matt Ryan's girlfriend. She's never played in tournament before. I lined up against uh, Justin's dad and uh, Justin. I think you were throwing vipers. Oh, we were throwing cat threes. Cat three, yeah, they're throwing a faster bag. And like yeah. I was like, okay, he's good. I'm just not really like super impressed of him. Or <laughs> so, so then we go to singles tournament and he's trucking right along through that bracket. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy's killing it. Of course, he went back to his bags. And uh it was, of course, you guys know my love for Ryan Wiedenfeld. 
Yeah. It was Brian <laughs> Wiedenfeld, I think, against Justin Burton Jr., or maybe it was Alex Hicks at that point against Justin Burton Jr. And Texas let me have it in the chat. They're like, <laughs> you're going to find out about Justin Burton Jr. today. And I was like, all right, we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm still going to love my guys, chat. You're not going to get me off of it. And then, yeah, ever since that moment, man, in Kansas City, you've been on a tear. Again, going to the finals, I think it was against Jeremy Shermerhorn and Mesa. I mean, and then elevating your game again here in New Mexico. Now you're starting to throw high PPRs with the ability to muddy up a board. Take me through your process in this last year. What's changed about your strategy or your preparation to get you to the point where you're at now? Um, I mean, it's really just being prepared and practicing against people who will make you better. And just, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just play my game and it works. Was there like an obvious mental shift for you? Like obviously confidence is a big part of this. And when you get big wins, you get more confidence. But was, can you even remember any kind of moment where you're like, shit, I think I could like really freaking do something here. Uh, I mean, I've, I've always had high confidence. I knew that I could be one of the top players in the world. So, I mean, nothing really changed. How do, how do we bottle that up? <laughs> hey, He's Wally! Very confident. Yeah, Wally. Did you know that that I had to play these guys, at Spencer McKenzie's? They were in my bracket. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, went I don't really know the result, well. but did you win? <laughs> oh yeah, no. Obviously, yeah, I won. Right. No. <laughs> That's the cool thing about our show, Mish. We could tell the story however we want to tell it. And yeah, except they're here, <laughs> <laughs> so that's not really going to hold out. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, going back to the Texas thing real quick, you guys um, had home field advantage. The storyline going into it was for the team's event, the Bully Baggers have home field advantage, but uh, obviously Texas showed out. I mean, we're going to all the way down to juniors, juniors, yeah. women's, doubles, singles, even the team's event. Uh, the Bully Baggers did well on the broadcast court, but how how much pressure did it add to you guys that you had to defend your home turf? I mean, honestly, I didn't feel any more pressure than I think it would be at any other one. So it was nice. It was definitely nice to defend home turf, but I wouldn't say there's too much added pressure. Yeah. Did you feel the support like at a col- the college championships? You could feel the support, you know, for the, the yeah. Myrtle Beach area. Like, did you guys notice that? Um, Yeah, that was crazy this year at Myrtle Beach. It got really loud for them. It, I don't think it was quite the same. It's a lot more serious atmosphere, I think, at a national. But, yeah, I definitely could hear more people on our side than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, right? Because Texas always claims, like, hey, we're the, we're the be- we have the best fans in Cornell. Like, show out, Texas. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, speaking- Wally knows about the Texas fans on his live streams. Oh, yeah, no, they'll come after you. That's online, though, Logan. We need them to show up in person. (laughs) But speaking to that, now that you guys have both been on a broadcast before, um, Logan, you've been on a couple times now, what do you think about the atmosphere at the events? Like, it's it's fairly quiet. Like, do you think Mm -hmm. it would be fun to have it a little rowdier? Or what's your opinion of how the vibe of the event could go or should go? Uh, I think it could use a little more energy, but it's fine how it is, honestly, to me. How about for you, Justin? I'll, I'll get loud no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, same for me. I mean, I like how it is, but it could definitely use a little bit more, like, cheering and stuff. Wouldn't like hurt. That. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't hurt. I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree with that. And, and I think the challenge is that 
you know, people are nervous to say something right when you throw or something. So they tend to just stay quiet. And that is something you as the players will have to get used to is people shouting things potentially at very bad moments. Right. Yeah, I was a little more quiet on TV because I was a little scared to cuss. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want anything to slip. So, did they pre- did they prep like you guys way. before that? Uh, they actually didn't say much to us about cussing, but I know. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. how it works. Yeah, it's like great. Now I got one more thing I got to worry about. I wasn't yeah. thinking about that aspect. Yeah. So you're Logan, you're the type of guy that whenever you hit a big shot, that's when you start getting into the game. Like, you know, you, oh, you yeah. need that one big shot to fire you up, kind of just like Jordan Power. But Justin, I don't really see that from you. I feel like you're just kind of ready to go after your down and backs. Um yeah. you know, what what's what's the deal there, man? You just kind of look down, know. get your bag in your hand, and then you start firing. Yeah, I just lock in. I mean, I don't know. I just stay in the rhythm. I just nope. I don't stay no much switch before. for game time, nothing, huh? Nope. Okay. He'll he'll give me a little energy sometimes, but not too much. Yeah, because and that obviously works for you. Um, you know, oh, you guys yeah. have the chemistry you need to win. Yeah, if he gave me the same energy that I gave him, it might get a little scary <laughs> in a negative way. Like, I don't know yeah. if that would work out. Yeah, and that's what's so key about finding the right doubles partner. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna talk more about that in just a second. We're gonna take a quick break and come back right after this. All right, we're back uh, with Logan and Justin talking about their big win that happened this weekend in Corpus Christi, where a you know, home, home, defending hometown. Um, we we're talking a little bit about the atmosphere in the room and the fact that the Texas crowd didn't quite show up as much as the Carolina crowd. So something to shoot for, <laughs> Texas. Hey, it's true. I was expecting way if we're louder. Give it. They got to take it, man. Right. Yeah, well, That's yeah. right. Honestly, Corpus isn't the best area for that if we were in houston or dallas it would it would have been a lot bigger i, I yeah. think but so yeah. they just don't want to travel that far that's what it, we're hearing i did get a lot of that in the plane like some people were saying why would they do it in corpus like there's really nothing there there wasn't anything wrong yeah. with the venue to me it just no, if you wanted nice. it louder houston or dallas would have got it louder i know that yeah i think we have a uh don't we have a shootout in fort worth yeah yes. All right, so yeah, according hopefully to Logan, we get funnels in that, or hopefully we don't even have to play that. <laughs> <It'll be laughs> yeah, that's true. So according to Logan, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas is going to be a loud venue for all the Texas players. If not, then that's it. That. I'll guarantee I'm, you. I'm writing off Texas. That's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the whole state. The whole state stuff. Well, I'll tell you what. After all those one-way streets and. Wrong That's directions. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm almost already done with Corpus Christi at least. <laughs> Corp- yeah, Corpus is different. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I, I got a little confused driving around there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that I like to uh, always ask about is the mental game and then kind of the health stuff that's going on. So I'm curious for both of you, like what do you do uh, for your wellness or your health to keep you keep your endurance, keep your stamina? Like is there anything you do specifically to make it through these long weekends? Well, I honestly need to work on that a little more, I think. I have tr- trouble in singles after long games, just getting back and locking in for the next one. Mm. So I'm definitely working on that. Justin? Uh, the secret for me is Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that, by the way. Maybe goat strategy, too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dr. Pepper needs to step up and sponsor Cornhole. I, mean, I, like I drink Dr. Happen. Pepper, too. I mean, that's... 
For me, it's water to get me like through the day. And then whenever I need a jolt, I go to Dr. Pepper as well. And if that doesn't work, then I switch to the beverage of choice. Um, I mean, it's got to be hard to eat. Like, are you guys even eating? Yeah, it's. I don't eat much during a tournament day. Really, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. It seems to be the young mentality. Caden now. Yeah, plenty of water. Plenty of water, honestly. Honestly, I I forget to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys go to the boards and throw in between matches, or do you kind of sit around and watch? I'm in between on it. Uh, I had one. We had one tournament where we lost someone we shouldn't have lost to. Right after Justin wanted to warm up, and I was like, "No, I'm taking a break." So after that, I'm gonna start doing that a lot less and start warming up more. Yeah. Never. We're not playing. I'm always trying to find a board to throw on. And that, that's so interesting because we've heard the opposite. We've heard people say you don't want to burn out by throwing so many bags, but obviously that works for you. So, Justin, you don't give yourself a lot of downtime? Not really, no. Is that a mental thing or a physical thing? Like, do you do it to keep uh, your mind in the game or do you just keep it in your arm loose? Probably both, honestly. I like to stay warm, you know, and so I'm always trying to throw. When, yeah, when I do it, it's definitely physical, I'd say. Okay. Now, so that game with Mark Richards, you did have to sit and wait uh, a little bit. I don't know how long it was, an hour or two. And uh, that's, what was that? It was something like that, yeah. Something like that, right? So you lost that first, your only loss is that game. Do you feel like that is because you were sitting? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I could have definitely thrown more to be ready for it, but yeah. It's it's hard to get that good mix of being warm but not being burned out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you How the type of guys to... that look at brackets? Sorry, Misha. That's okay. Go ahead. Are you guys the type that look at brackets and see how far away you are and how, who you got next? Or I, I do that all the time. Right? Dude. Uh, I mean, I do whenever I, I'm thinking about it, but sometimes it just slips my mind and we just go up to the board whenever we're up. Yeah. Anytime I look at it, I usually lose the very next match, so I try not to look <laughs> at it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, looking speaking of that, you know, what I was going to ask a second ago was, you know, how does it feel to be Mark Richards, number one player in the world? Yeah, it feels good. I mean, uh, hey, he's no longer the number one player in the world. <laughs> okay. Right now, right now, at least. <laughs> it's true. Got to hold on to it. We've talked about that. We talked about, you know, could Justin be the one to have a Mark Richards-esque season? And you're definitely on track for that. Um, does that feel possible? What did he get, 11 titles? Ten titles, nine. He, what was it? in one year? Yeah, somewhere in that in nine one year? To eleven range. I think. Yeah, yeah. So somewhere, let's say the ten range in one uh, year, his rookie year. What do you think about that, Justin? Yeah, that's pretty insane. I mean, I'm gonna that's, try to do it, but who knows? That's gonna be tough because we haven't. Neither of us have had quite the open success that he had before the first national. So, mm-hmm. as I say, this is both your first titles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a good one to get. <laughs> you're yeah, going to win. Like, well, matters, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, you talked Does... a little bit earlier, Logan, about uh, driving, and you guys always, you know, carpool with as many people as you can and hop on the chat, and you have these fan interactions as you guys are driving back home, basically becoming fan favorites on yeah. just your drive homes, man. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's a good way to pass the time and just have fun, honestly. we get We have some interesting conversations in there. My favorite's when Jimmy Humans have top said he always got some funny questions. Oh yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. No, that's so smart though. I mean, I honestly think that a cornhole reality show is due. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like we need to get I'm more into steal it. from it. I'm going to, I'm actually going to hop in the car either tonight or tomorrow as I head out to Michigan. It's a 12 hour drive for me. So I'll kind of interact. The only problem is like, I won't be able to read chat as much. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to have to play around with it. You got to have at least two people. Yeah. I'm writing solo. So I don't kind of play around and see how it goes. Wally, but. do not. That is dangerous. <laughs> I got to stay should. awake. I mean, you should. you should allow people to like join the live with you. There you go. Yeah. And then you can just talk and you don't have to read the comments. Well, there you go. I'm going to call you later and you can read the comments to me. <laughs> chat and <interact>. I, <laughs> if I'm not busy, I can make it happen. <laughs> we are, already know Justin's well rested. So uh, real quick, yeah, Justin. There you uh, go. <laughs> Justin can do it. You guys, you guys have had some pretty uh, exciting paydays recently. Cashing in, what, about $20,000 over the last couple of weeks? Are you going to buy yourself a you know, new Escalade for these long trips? Or what, what's the first purchase that we're doing here? Um, I have no idea. I'm probably just going to save it for now. That's too yeah. responsible. I say boring, but boring, <laughs> but smart. <laughs> we had some nice meals, but nothing crazy. <laughs> what was what was the meal? What was the nice meal that you had to get with your winnings? So on Sunday at the national, we had uh, Landry's, not too much, but and then we just had we just ate at a Brazilian steakhouse today. Ooh, that was good. Get some That's new awesome. shoes. Anything? Mm. Not Probably yet. not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question. Obviously, you guys being s such skilled pros, do you think that it played a role that Devin Harbaugh had to switch his bags? I'd say a little bit, but he's very good with anything, honestly. And he warmed up with the bags. I mean, the boards are different too, so he got to like Justin had to switch bat or switch boards with the same bags, so it's a big difference still mm -hmm. and Harbaugh just used different bags on different boards. So he had to adjust just like Justin did. Interesting. Are those boards similar to how Texas boards normally play throughout the weekend? I mean, I'd say the boards were similar to opens and stuff like pretty tacky yeah. for the most part. Okay. So the broadcast boards we were being told were fast. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I was just talking about the, courts during the day yeah okay but yeah definitely the broadcast boards are a little quicker our yeah, bags so I, are super sticky though so yeah they just played a lot smooth a little smoother yeah worked out great for you for sure we saw that kind of fall apart in some of the team's events definitely yeah. uh, but going back to the uh bag change um obviously you guys and Devin are skilled enough to adjust to any bag, but I, I guess more of my question was, would that get to you mentally knowing that you don't have your comfortable bags? I think it would get to me, but I mean, Harbaugh made a post about it. He he knew what he was getting into. So I think he did what he could to adjust. Yeah. What do you think, me? Justin? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it'd probably affect you a little bit, but I mean, you had time to prepare and practice on the new boards with the different bags. So, I mean, he, he was as prepared as he could have been for the situation. For sure. Now, I know you're a big baller now, Justin, and you probably don't uh, care about money. Obviously, you don't want to spend it that much. But what's the dollar <laughs> amount that it's going to take for you and Ryan Weinfeld to have a mullet match? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have no idea. <laughs> Loser loses the mullet. I want to see it. Oh, gosh. That's not happening. We got we to play for big stakes, We got to make folks. that happen. We got to make that happen. It's not happening. <laughs> you heard it here, Justin's scared of Ryan <laughs> <laughs> That means you're scared of losing, Justin. Where would that confidence go? Yeah, come on. 
<laughs> Are you scared for Ryan Wiedenfeld to lose his hair? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah that's what that's it is. <laughs> that's so kind of you. <laughs> I think that's a, a great uh, option there, Wally. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are out of time, but so appreciate you joining us today um, after your big weekend and all the luck for the rest of the season. I hope you achieve all the goals you set for yourself when we're here rooting you on. Appreciate Thank it. you. All right, good job, boys. See you. Thank you. Bye. It's time for highlights. We've got a lot of them. Yeah. So again, over seven minutes of highlights. Um, I I kind of chopped off the front and the back end. And keep in mind, there's really not much time from getting off the plane, catching up <laughs> on sleep, getting highlights, and recording a show. So this is a very, very loose edit. Not my best <laughs> work, but I wanted we'll to make sure it. we got a recap of what we had going on. So, uh, All right, so we're going to start with this miscellaneous category. Yeah, start with the miscellaneous. we got to start with uh, this haircut from this haircut off the Blaine charts. Here. Yeah, so... Lane Rose, she's got everything going on. She's got like the little mohawk, the lightning on the side, and then some lines on the back. We were talking to um, Jeff McCarrick about it, and we said that, all right, you know, you're hitting 12 packs. You know, once you start hitting the 12 packs, 27 feet, you know, you got to cut your hair like this, and then you'd be there. And he's like, he's like, I, I might, I might do it. I might do it. I was like, oh, Jeff, I, yeah. I want to see that. I would love to see it on ESPN. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. He, Jeff <laughs> is so not hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Still tucking in his shirts and wearing belts and slacks and dress shoes. Oh my god, that would exactly be so matter. good. Blaine put it pulled it off a little bit better than Jeff ever could. But Blaine pulled it off for sure. And yeah, then absolutely. this uh last little miscellaneous clip that you see right here is the last bag that Justin Burton Jr. got to throw out in competitive play. He was this close to going to the championship for the blind draw where he had a chance of the trifecta. So he hit his shot. This bag is just sitting there on the edge. If it stays on the board, he wins. But then you see it's just a slow eight second drip and then the pain and agony on his face. Okay, yeah. So oops, I went back <laughs> too far. But so he's just waiting to see if this bag drops, waiting the three seconds or whatever. Yeah. And there it goes. <laughs> oh. So that's that's the pain, but uh great showing from Justin Burton Jr. pulling in 14k this weekend. And then um, on the other end, just a short airmail ended his run. So um strong showing though from him. Just Not very unfortunate. All, All right, right, let's go rolling. We're going rolling. rolling. rolling, rolling. We need music like that. Rolling, rolling. All right. <laughs> Good of copyrights and all, you know. Mason Morgado is very impressive this weekend. He was. Um, yeah, I was, I was really uh, happy to see him. I believe he's a PDC player this year, but throwing very, very made well. It out of, made it out of the qualifiers. Look at this almost collect from Michael Lucas. Jr. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, he wanted it. But, uh, I mean, there was just some strong matches on our court. Like I said, I think I had 70-ish highlights from our court. Um, you got AJ Sims rolling. showed very, very well. He's like, I could roll. And Frank's like, yeah, me too. Let me, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nasty. Jacob Gord, his confidence level going into that uh, broadcast was just remarkable. Oh, that's a cut. Well, I didn't know where to put it. I didn't want to do another section for cuts. All right, fine. Fair enough. Yeah. The, nope. the roll collects are just uh, even the accidental rolls made it on the highlight reel. <laughs> hey, you're rolling, you're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Came across the board and was like, whoops, oh, hey, good, it worked. I'll take it. Strong cut there. Um, and then the I believe this was for the bracket finals to go to the broadcast. Logan That's Chamberlain. an insanely long roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, uh, apparently, Anthony's trying to call it a bicycle now. So we're going to have to keep oh, that terminology okay. in play where. 
I guess when you come around a corner in NASCAR or racing or something like that and you're going two wheels, two wheels. Yeah. It's bicycling. So good luck for us trying to figure out what's a cut, what's a roll, what's a wheel, what's a bicycle. Yeah, great. We're going to say it at the wrong time and look like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jacob Gore again. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, the speed on his bags for all these rules is just remarkable. So, which yeah. one of those? Which one of those stands out to you the most? Man, I think that, like I said, it's not really a roll, but like Gore's cut roll, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. There, the the way he does that, it's like let me just go back like two seconds here. He's got um, such a like his whole arm swing everywhere that that shoulder is going to. This bend. one right here, it has to stop. Like and he so stops perfect. on his end and just comes yeah. right back into it. Like. The likelihood that that bag flies off the board is so high. Yeah. Like the 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 mastery of speed to get it to come to this spot to the left of the hole, stop and fall in is like blows my mind. It blows yes, my mind. And you saw a few clips in there from Ryan Wiedenfeld. His rolls were different levels. Like yeah. some of the some of the roll bag players, they land at that uh, well, I guess four o'clock position, roll over the five or I'm sorry, I had it backwards, three position. And then mm -hmm. roll over to the level two or the level one blocker. Wiedenfeld's roll can land in the two, the three, the five. He can roll anywhere up the board. And I think that's what's really impressive. Um, Frank Modlin rolling game changers and then Joe Neistat rolling vipers. I mean, I can't the viper ours, but it's really, really impressive. It's um, not what those bags are designed to do. So, no, no. And then you, you see the diversity from Alex Rawls. I mean, Alex Rawls in every single one of these highlights, as you can imagine, rolls, pushes, and air mills. But he makes really, really impressed. Yeah, the, All right, the let's skill move on. showed out. Let's move on to pushes. I love watching pushes because it's so friggin' hard. Yeah, again, impressive from uh, Dalton McClellan. Seems like we kind of forgot about him, you know? I know. Yeah, I would agree. Alex Hicks? Oh, God, so good. This Mason is a Margotta. very underrated hard push from Mason Margotta right there. That one's straight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pushing straight oh. up the board, although they don't always fall. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You want nothing. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Alex Hicks from halfway down the board. My goodness. Yeah, I almost enjoy watching push highlights more than I enjoy watching roll highlights. I know that. I, I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, they're both great. I'm not gonna you know, lie. Jordan Power kept saying the whole weekend to Chris Morrison, "Make a name oh. for yourself, bud. Make a name for yourself." And I, I think he did. He put on a great I think he show. Did. He looked like he belonged there. I mean, this one's nasty. What in the world? Hold on a second. Hold on <laughs> a second, Frank. I'm going to have you play the whole thing over again because I want to see them all again, to be honest with you. I mean, this is Off to the side. Insane. Left turn How does it not fall? Oh and then he's got the finesse, the little tap. Keeps the bag on the board. And again, throwing everything slick side. It's impressive. Oh, how did he even grab that bag? So good. Nico had a great weekend. Yeah, Nico had a great weekend. He's in my inbox heart. Look at this redirection at the end of the shot. Oh it just kind of cuts around. back into the hold, like filling that blocker position. Absolutely. Crazy. Oh, my goodness. Gavin with yeah, a I good push Gavin there on Kano, the sticky side. I told Gavin Kano, you had a great weekend, and he was like, nah. I'm like, man, I... I from my perspective, it's a great weekend, but if you don't, I guess, win. These next four are pretty impressive. Slick side, outside, left to right, with the bag about, what, 25% on the hole? Then he cuts around wow. the bag. AJ, his partner, slick side, same thing, left-handed, coming on the other side of the board. Oh, my goodness. Goes in, and then Derek Collins like, that looks like fun. I want to try it, too. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Oh, so good. Logan Chamberlain. Let's see it. Just blows up that bag. Yeah, I like watching pushes more. I like watching rolls. So which but one of those stands out to you? Which one of those gets your nod of approval? Um, that Frank Maudlin one is is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it's a it's like a redirect from right to left, and he just grabs the bag and just everything kind of just lifts up and lands perfectly. <laughs> I think that's so good. And then that Alex Hicks one's from like halfway down the board. Yeah, that was that's insane. I mean, the amount of velocity to put in that bag, <laughs> and, and then right here it is, right here. You you have to have such a perfect landing spot, and when you throw your bag way harder, you lose accuracy. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he got that so perfectly, I mean, it's just not even fair. It's not fair. Why? Why, Wally? This was for the win, I believe, to win the blind draw. Really? Can't, can't believe he got that bag to stay up there. But here's the That's one you crazy. like. Crazy. Here it is. Here's mine. What in the world? Yeah, I kind of have to agree <laughs> with you on that one. I mean, it's I, just, I can't even with that. He, he's such a professor when it comes to throwing the game changers better than anyone else. In the, I mean, he should. Don't get me wrong. He should, he should be the best game changer thrower. He invented out there. them. <laughs> but it's just crazy what he's able to do with them. It makes it makes me kind of confused as to why everyone doesn't throw them. You know what I mean? I love that story, by the way, of like when he it, like he didn't realize that the assignment was just to like kind of figure out what you want on a bag and he d- he thought he had to invent a bag <laughs> like he misunderstood I, I haven't chad heard that. I haven't heard that. yeah so basically chad told his sponsored players like hey let me know like kind of like what you would want on a bag like i don't know how we worded it you know mm-hmm. basically like you know we're gonna design a bag for you kind of thing or i don't remember or like what maybe even just what kind of speed bag do you want you know we're yeah, gonna yeah. try to create a bag that helps you throw well <laughs> Frank Maudlin interprets it as, oh, I've got to like invent a new bag. (laughs) (laughs) It worked out well for him. So, and that's kind of how it came to be. So it's a pretty funny story. Oh, that one's really good too. Oh my goodness. Nice push here. I'm not sure if that one was for the game. I can't remember. uh, All right, it's time for airmails. That helped them get to the finals. Airmails were kind of cool too. I mean, we got a lot of strong airmail competition. Ooh, airmail Um, drag. A nice shot there by T Nuts, but Tanisha was on fire, man. She, she was. She was unstoppable. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Power with a hit and a little shot oh, at the so end. Good. <laughs> Moses' airmail was very impressive. Um, Moses was row. impressive. Well, he's going to grab all that, isn't he? Collects, yep. Oh, my goodness. Three for none. Dylan Turpin, very, very Ooh. strong weekend. He pretty much led every single statistical category. Oh. Dylan Turpin is, I'm calling it now, Dylan Turpin's winning a national this year. Yeah, you know, he did, you know, obviously fall apart a little bit in teams. And I think after that, he was like, that ain't happening. (laughs) I got to fix that real quick. That's kind of the impression I got. Good backside. Not much room there from Chris Morrison. Line drive there from Brevin. I think probably only got five feet off the ground. Jordan matches. But uh, Chris Morrison, again, I think you made a name for yourself this week and did a great job. It's great to see uh, Jay Rubin throwing, especially after the car accident and throwing very well. I uh, know. I can't believe he wasn't in, in more pain. That's just so crazy. Nico just, he's, he's getting in the debate very, very quickly as far as one of the best, as far as one of the best air mailers in the game. Yeah, I would agree. He hit a lot of shots. And then he had Alex Hicks down for a while. Good backside collect there. 
another front backside collect. I mean, I don't know how y'all even got that one. Oh my god, Ripley. that one was nasty. I mean, Nico put on a show. Alex, Alex Rawls doing what he does. Hey, props oh, to you on guy. this one. You called that one. You said I think he's getting it, and Anthony's like, I don't know. Slide might be a play. And I don't even remember saying that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I guarantee he hits it, and then thank God he hit it. Made made me look good too. Maybe, yeah, made us all look. Ooh, how did that not fall? <laughs> I say there's no room there, but Dylan hits. There's no room. Oh my god! Okay, that's that's my top one right now. Oh, AJ Simpson said, "Get your bag out of here." <laughs> Impressive showing there from Derek and Justin Rule. Oh my god, Justin Rule! What a weekend he had. Look at Ryan Smith in the background telling Justin how to hit that, <laughs> and he does. <laughs> But very, very impressive. Oh, weekend. my goodness. And here goes Dylan Turpin. There he goes, doing what he does. I mean, that Gavin Cano one is the one for me. Really? Yep. Uh, I'm taking the little clip of Nico highlights there in the middle. I mean, just he, he showed it all. Left side, right side, back, front, you know, double drag, triple drag. He, that was a very <laughs> impressive little run from Nico. He, he was, was on there quite a bit. Now I understand why he was in my inbox this morning. Like, hey, when can I watch those highlights from? I, I want to see it. <laughs> Get that up. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me some time, man. Give me time. Oh, such an impressive showing from uh, so many players. I know you were saying you were looking around, like, oh, that's a good game. Oh, that's yeah. a good game. That's a good game. <laughs> like, there's so many good games with all these pros. You did. Yeah, I mean, point. as far as national to open comparison, I mean. It's really hard for me to tell what I want to watch. I mean, I kept watching, um, I think it was Court Forest, tracking Wiedenfeld and them, and Mark Richards and Trey Birchfield and Alex and Philip Lopez and, you know, Jamie Graham and Matt Guy were on my court. But then I'm, like, looking around, seeing what uh, Justin Burton Jr. and all of them are doing. So it was just just really, really cool. But, um, yeah, I think I, I think I can't wait to get back to open so I can watch a little bit of everything, you know, juniors, women, seniors, yeah. ball, all that type of stuff. So That's true. Nationals are great, but it's just almost overload. <laughs> too much talent. Yeah, too much. <laughs> well, that's all we got time for today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we will see you guys all next time. Here you go.